Welcome to the Purpose Podcast. Brought to you by Pinkbox Purpose. I'm Heather. I'm Jenny. I'm Michelle. And I'm Bethany. The four of us have been studying the Bible together and learning how to apply it to our lives on a daily basis. Join us on this journey through the Bible. We promise a lot of laughs along the way. Hey everybody, thank you for joining us. We are jumping to the book of Leviticus, and this week we covered Leviticus 1 through 10. We are calling this Burning Guilty Sin. Or should we call it Boring? Yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty, guilty sin isn't boring. Burning, burning guilty sin. Oh, yeah. I mean, dirty guilty sin, that would be. But burning. Burning's different. Yeah. All the offerings. Mm. Let's talk about all the offerings. Super boring. But a lot of repeats in this whole section. Like, slaughter it. And then splash the blood against the sides of the altar. I'm just thinking of, like, the Viking show I watched. and like. Yeah, oh. I wrote, they sprinkle the blood all over. It must have looked like a crime scene. It didn't. They didn't just sprinkle it. They, like, took that and yeah. just... Whew. Probably stunk too. Unsanitary. Ew, gross. I I read a little side note about the blood on the altar, Mm. and it points us back to Exodus, where the blood on the door frames. Oh yes. That represented God's protection and deliverance. Then fast forward to Jesus and His blood sacrifice. Okay. Yeah. Everything ends with an aroma pleasing to the Lord. (laughs) Oh, do you want to know what I said about that? How nasty is that? (laughs) He's got a weird taste in what he likes to smell. (laughs) Burning animal is not my favorite candle scent. No, mine's like, I don't know, lavender mixed with some (laughs) cedar wood or something. Okay, we need to remember, though, that basically God had to do all of this because they were still doing all of their Egyptian ways of worship so he basically he wanted to give them clear instructions on how sinful people can still relate to him so this sacrificing all the animals were their atonement Mm -hmm. which we previously talked about and you have to think god already knew that jesus was coming Mm -hmm. so he already knows that this is basically like a band-aid that he's just putting over to deal with these people right now you know i read that with rules and stuff like that people can only do that so long before they start going astray because it's too repetitive Mm -hmm. you know and so that's why it's so important now to focus on your relationship versus the rules. Yeah, it was kind of like his initial way to try to get them to turn against their sin, but knew it probably wasn't going to be the end all long lasting. Yeah. What if you were broke and you couldn't find a pigeon and you couldn't catch it because you didn't have a net? Then you had to bring flour. Yeah, you could do a there was grain offering. But I was just thinking, like this one, Leviticus one fifteen. The priest shall bring it to the altar. This is a bird. Ring off the head and burn it on the altar. Like, oh, sorry, bird, just gonna set you on fire. Twisted its head off. <laughs> I wonder how. Okay, this is really sick and twisted. But how hard is that to do? Like, <laughs> not that I want to go. Try, but that sounds like Don't it would take around a little muscle. bit. Glad that we live like three thousand years later <laughs> from all that. I can barely take off the lid of my spaghetti. I don't know how I'm gonna turn <sighs> off the head. And they probably didn't have those clamper exercise <laughs> yeah. things, you know, that you. No, you just had to get mean and dirty with it. If right? you're sacrificing for your dirty sins, mm-hmm. you get mean and dirty. You get with mean that and dirty pigeon. with that dirty bird. That bird. Yeah, because okay, it's so, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. It's a different offering. So you got the burnt, the grain, the fellowship, the sin, and the guilt, all with different purposes. Let's talk so for your grain, atonement. Well, the grain offering was actually one to give thanks to God. 
Let's oh, talk yeah. about how you give thanks to God. Ooh, I like that better than the bird talk. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it represented a gift of worship versus uh, sacrifice for sin. So you know what I started doing? This ties in with my prayer map. Is oh. there's a box? You know how I like to fill in the boxes. Yes, you and do. it there's what what you're thankful for. So every time I do that prayer map, mm-hmm. I write what I'm thankful for, and that helps me give thanks to God every day instead of just thinking about what. I to thought you about. were gonna say something mm-hmm. about a box, like a shoebox, and you're putting grain in it to remind yourself <laughs> to give thanks. <laughs> no, does anyone else have a way they show thankfulness to God? I like to sing my worship music. I've just been in a good place of praise, like Excellent. remembering, like praising for all the good things. Just yeah. a good. Place of- I think the best time that I find myself thanking God is when things are so far off the tracks and off the rails. I know it sounds so backwards. You're like a job, though I love it. I thought you were going to say like a joke, and then no, I was going to come across the table. No, you're like Job. And sacrifice you. like Job. He just always was so thankful. When, but only everything. when things went wrong, because he's like <laughs> waiting for things to just go wrong. So then you're like, oh, well, thank you for the things that just went right last <laughs> week. That was so kind of you. I don't know. So, I'm kind of backwards on that. So when things go wrong, you feel that you're close closer to God though. Yeah, it's really backwards. No, but I think when you're, I've been finding that when I'm struggling or struggling with something, the more I want to be with God. So you're thankful that he's there to get you through it. I guess that's how I look at it now. It's like, I'm not only thankful when things are going right, but I'm thankful I have him to go to when things are not going right. Yeah. I think I forget to praise him when things are going right because I just feel like I'll jinx it. As weird as that sounds. That's Satan. I know, but... That's not weird. That's just Satan telling you that. Making you believe I found it was cool when they... They had to bring the offering, and you know how they don't let them use yeast? It's just basically mm-hmm. like flour and oil mixed together. So I was reading, and the reason why they don't put yeast in it is the absence of yeast represented the absence of sin, where the oil they used represented God's presence. So with the flour, instead of mixing yeast with it, because that's like represented sin, they mix the oil with it, which represents God's presence. So when they give that to God, it was... Isn't that kind of interesting, like, how people still use oils today for healing and things like that? I mean, even when growing up in the Catholic Church, we used, like, you know, you used, like, anointing oils, or, mm-hmm. like, you got oil on your forehead and the sign of a cross when you would go up and well, get Well, and blessed. this actually helps, you know, growing up Catholic, this helps me understand the big picture of yeah. all those different rituals and gives, like, a better understanding yeah. of where they all came from, that all of those rituals they do are a sign of respect Mm -hmm. i mean they're just taking parts of the old testament so that's cool to learn about all the different things and that what i did like about reading it said that all the fat is the lord's like they always gave the best best part part so it made me wonder do we always give our best part to god like do we always the fat no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, in our own lives, though, like, everybody... Like, please take it off my backside. <laughs> you're going to just have that. Sorry. But do we always give... Yeah. Do we always offer God our best, or do we give God right. the leftovers? Like, do we offer him our best time or our best... Like, when people are donating, do you donate first your best, or do you leave, like, no. what you have left to donate? Like Generally, what yeah. you have left. I yeah. mean, I'm not going to lie. When I donate to the food pantry, it's usually, like, the refried beans. And I'm <laughs> that you didn't put in your chili. <laughs> 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 i got to get better about that. <laughs> now you just feel bad about being yeah. poor. Yeah. <laughs> I used to pray at night 
usually after I had gotten into bed and then I got into the habit of falling asleep while I was praying. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that definitely is Does not, not work. giving God my best. So I now do it in the morning when I'm awake. Alert. And mm-hmm. Alert and awake. And yeah, I used to fall asleep just, halfway yeah. through my prayers. Yeah, and that's not what he's <laughs> looking not for. Yeah. I also when they were talking about all the offerings kind of towards the end, my note of that after all these offerings took place, obviously Jesus was considered the final sin offering. But here's the crazy part. The whole sin offering, every time they did that, they wanted it to be a bull. But Jesus was always referred to as the lamb. So I wonder why... It just made me think, like, why wasn't Jesus ever referred to as a bull when he was technically the <laughs> sin offering? Because huh. the lamb was actually more used for the other ones, I think. I think that's more of a is... softer approach. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. The but lamb it's just is funny. more like it gives tender. You that, yeah, that nice piece. Yeah. Like nobody wants to snuggle with a bull. A bull, right? <laughs> that's true. But it's it scary. is crazy that uh, it, initially it was the bull that was sacrificed mm-hmm. for sin yeah. all the way up until Jesus. Well, and I think people were expecting, you know, the, the Savior to be this big, powerful, mighty person who'd come in and just slaughter everybody yeah. and put every, everything back into order. But he came as a baby. Uh, and maybe he's coming back as the bull. Oh, buddy. Mm. Every time I see a bull, I'll be like, Jesus, is that you? <laughs> Bethany, what were you saying so, about chapter five? Chapter five is talking about silence. And is silence a crime? So either to give false testimony testimony or to not give any testimony when you see something that isn't right. Whether it's someone behaving in a bad way or someone saying bad things about someone else. And just not like sticking up. And not sticking up for people and not doing what we're called to do and living the way we're supposed to live. So that's what chapter five is talking about. I found that very interesting because I've read this before. I think I've just skimmed it and I've never, I don't ever remember this. Like how many times do we do that with people or we're just like, oh, it's not our business. Let's just stay out of it. Because it's just easier. Yeah, because it is. And then isn't it weird though that there's, especially during what we're going through right now, that so many people take advantage of it. Like I got to speak up and tell you what's right. And it's their views versus God's view. And so that's where it can get really dangerous. What I don't like about that is that people... Christians will take pieces of like one sentence out of like Leviticus mm-hmm. and quote it like on social media or they'll to t- how to tell you like this is why I believe in blah 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 and they'll take like one line but it's like well unless you're slaughtering bulls at your house and you're not following all the rules you can't just take one rule piece of it out of Leviticus without understanding, but never have read the entire thing just to condemn somebody with it. Like, I just don't like when people are speaking up using God's word that way. Yeah, and and condemning probably isn't, like she said, it's not the way that we're supposed to do it. We're just supposed to speak up. So love and true. Yeah. Truth, truth and, love. and love. love. Truth yeah. and love. Don't act like a jackhole. Right. <laughs> say that word? You can say it. Yeah. Okay. Because people shouldn't. They really shouldn't. Just so then nice. if yeah. you did realize you said something. You had you, to sacrifice. Yeah, you had to sacrifice something. What would you what would you have sacrificed? Hmm. A pigeon? I don't have a pigeon. Well, you did have and to I'm sacrifice. And I'm not very good at catching pigeons, and I don't know where I can buy one. You have ducks on your property. I would sacrifice geese. 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 I would sacrifice a geese. I would sacrifice a geese. A geese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was just going to say, I would sacrifice snakes, but now I'm not giving the best to God. No. Back to when you said about eating the fat of the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Everybody wants the fat. Okay. 
So in chapter 7, when they're talking about eating fat, mm. it actually says Ugh. eating fat and blood forbidden. This is what's hilarious. It says, and wherever you live, you must not eat the blood of any bird or animal. And I said, ha, 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 who eats blood? <laughs> like, whoever wrote that, I mean. People make, make, you what do you just like, um, chomp on yeah. the liquid? No, people Fingers. actually, people make like blood sausage and you thicken it with flour Ooh. and it turns it into a sausage and people eat it. Gonna, I like, don't. Cut but. open an animal, it would be more like a drink. Unless you thicken it with your flour <laughs> okay. and yeast. But were Ooh. they doing these things, like things like that in Egypt, where they were doing all these weird? You know, we almost. think it's weird, but to them but that to them might have just been a normal just... Tuesday. We we do have the the priests and Aaron's two kids who died because they yeah. didn't do it right. Oh, oh yeah, talk about, about that. that. Yeah, we should. They were right. consumed by fire for they being were. careless with God's rituals. Yeah. So Aaron and his sons <laughs> oh, were man, that's ordained a bad day. as head honcho priests there, and this is just so sad. They didn't do it right. They offered unauthorized fire before the Lord. Whoa. So the fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them and they died. This this sentence got me. Aaron remained silent. I'm like just thinking, okay, if my kids screwed up and they were consumed by God's fire, uh-huh. I think there'd be some wailing. Or you're just, just sitting there in like, complete so shock. I mean, Aaron's been through a lot he with God. Really has been. Yeah. I mean, he had that. This poor guy. Rod thing he had to hold up. And then he made that chaos. <laughs> The golden one. But he's been through a lot with God. He kept messing up and he was never consumed by the fire. Hello, that's us every day. (laughs) Right, but why? But we're consumed by the fire of sin. Oh, every day. It's coming around. I still feel bad for his kids. They made it to heaven, I'm sure. When he still had some left, you know, some <laughs> other sons. They're good. Oh, yeah. Then they, <laughs> yeah. Then they just brought up the next two. It's just yeah. the other one. <laughs> Don't be so careless with the Lord, in other words. Well, or I you'll think, be consumed. I think people forget this part, though, of, like, God's wrath. Yes. Like, yeah. everybody's just like, Jesus came, and, yeah, and but that's, that's great. Jesus, because and that's Jesus good. is great and soft in the lamb. Yeah. He's but not the bull. G- but God does have wrath. Well, yeah. Have you, like, seen what happens when you just start sinning? Yeah. And you mess your whole world up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Feels like... Wrath. Wrath. You get consumed. Just like how they got consumed by the fire, you get consumed Mm -hmm. in your... In your hellish fire. See what I did there? (laughs) Well, at least we didn't have to wave the breasts of the thigh under the lobe of the toe of the... Lobe of the toe (laughs) of the blood. All the other stuff they had to do. Yeah, because it says, Aaron waved the breasts... And the right thigh before the Lord is a wave offering. Oh, that's that's what fun. it was. Just start yeah, around so the we would just breasts. be like <laughs> cooking and just waving the yeah, chicken breasts. breasts. <laughs> Why are you singing? Too? Was there a dance? In the I don't know. There could have been. Oh, I mean, Miriam came with her with her camera, song, or yeah, waving oh flags. And I would like to think that if I was making sacrifices, I would at least make it fun. Also, um, <laughs> the clay pot that meat is cooked in, like, <laughs> even down to, like, for your sin offering, whatever touches 
Any of the flesh will become holy, and if the blood is splattered on garment, wash it. The clay pot, the meat is cooked in, must be broken. But if cooked in a bronze yes. pot, it can be rinsed with water. Like, why does it have to be broken? You, you know? You go through a lot of dishes that way. That's true. You know, if they would have just put them on paper plates, it would have <laughs> just burnt just up. I those two. Yeah. Like, it would have been Not fine. good for the environment. Not at all. Well. Uh, they turn into dust, and to dust, will be ashes, and yada yada. <laughs> <laughs> it's a body. Not a paper plate. My bad. All goes together. <laughs> Easy clean up. Um, has anybody ever had a guilt offering that you've had yourself with the Lord? Like you feel so guilty. You're like, oh Lord, I'll do this. If you take my sin and guilt away. I think there's been times where I've probably been like, ugh. God, if you give me, because I'm so sinful and guilty, how about you give me a talent and then I will use that talent to do what you want. And then I will oh. not feel guilty anymore and will not sin anymore because you gave me a new talent. Your talent is singing like Ariel from oh. the isn't it? Yes. <laughs> and if I just sing your praises, if, Lord. Uh, if you just give me a voice to sing, <laughs> then I will sing praises to the Lord, which will hopefully, you know. Atone for your sins. Atone for my sins. Also find me a husband so then I won't have to sacrifice pigeons and birds because he can do it and then <laughs> he can ring the head off yep single mom props right here well you just got a whole life planned out with god yeah here. well you know he gave me the man also did not give me the singing voice but i was guilty a lot of times about? in between you there. sing lovely when we're in honduras oh. not like that you don't oh. sing like that in honduras that's michelle that yeah <laughs> my tammy voice comes Your tammy out. voice comes out <laughs> And we sing honky-tonk songs. Not that I atone for sins, but I do remember there's been times, even when, like, when I was going through infertility, and I would say, like, God, if you just give me one child, like, one, like, I will dedicate my life to you. I will no longer sin. No. He that gave didn't me happen. one, and then you turned then, real dark. Yeah, he gave <laughs> me a child, and then I, like, and then I was like, God, if you just give me another son to go with this first son, I will do yeah. all the things and serve you. And it's like, no, I should be serving you in all things. Mm -hmm. You know, he did so, He did give you two sons, and did. you are serving the Lord. Yeah, it all worked out. It all worked out. God knew. <laughs> Look at that. He it just worked knows. out for you. Worked out for you too, girl. Years later. And I still don't have that voice. You got other talents. You have to work with what you got. Yeah. I'm just still thinking about this whole guilt offering because <laughs> the way that it's written out in Leviticus it looks to me more as though when they commit something and they sin unintentionally I guess I feel more guilty when I intentionally like let's say lie to my parents or something but the guilt offering is like oops I didn't know I was supposed to do that I think it's one of those like oops I knew but I didn't know you know but like I did know but I didn't know well, I don't know. Like, it says, then you, like you ask for forgiveness later from God? Or oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like you ask, yeah. Yeah, instead of asking God what you should for do. For permission. Yeah, you ask him for forgiveness later. That's a bad habit to get yeah, into. Yeah, I think that's what their habits were, and that's why they had to just yeah. keep killing these pigeons. So you God too. laid out the rules yeah, so I that like they yes. couldn't say, I didn't know the rules. <laughs> he gave them so many rules. <laughs> yeah. Like, he didn't, He there were no fine lines. He just had them yeah. thick lines. Eventually, don't we get into rules about, like, you can only take so many steps on a sun on the Sabbath. Oh, that wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I napping. love napping. After all these, 
offerings and they talk about the priests and all their ministries and then Aaron's son died because they break that. That about rounds this section up and close it out with that. Thanks for joining us everybody. Make sure you tune in next week when we talk about Leviticus 11 through 20 and we're calling this one Ew. This is Pinkbox Purpose signing off. Remember always always give your best and remember God never fails to take care of the rest. Pursue your purpose.